Hello and welcome to episode 60 of NOLO Time. Today is August 23rd of the Biff Tannen tan, uh, timeline. <laughs> and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joe Young. And I am Obed Bless. I bushed it up really effing bad, Joe. You're, you're okay, Obed. He lives. He lives. What's good? NOLO Time. Good episode we're going to have here. Don't worry. Obed might have. Might have uh, choked up a little bit there talking about me. I know you get excited talking about Joel Young. It's okay. Uh, uh, take, take a sip of your water. You, feel you better. Know, yeah, exactly. You know what? Hey, you know, you make me feel things. <laughs> I'm just a special guy, guys. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you're the Idris Elba of this podcast, Joel. Oh, wow. Man, the most interesting man in the world got it. Yeah, it's like shut it down, shut the podcast down. Um man, uh, but that, that joke didn't work. I mean it kind of did. It's it's sort of the Biff Tannen uh timeline. Sort of right, right now. Yeah, if you watch Back yeah. to the Future 2, you know what we were talking about. Um, but yo, what's up, man? I it's been it's been crazy, dude. I haven't seen you in a while. I I know and all this stuff going on, but what's up, man? I know. I saw you the other day. It was like two friends that hadn't seen each other in so long. We got so happy to see one another. <laughs> yeah, it was um, like those Smash Bros commercial back when on the N64 when they were jumping yes. around, holding hands, and then they started hitting each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ben and I were just skipping. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm doing good. Uh, I've been, I, you know, last weekend was a whole lot of fun. You know, had a lot of good time just to relax and recuperate and that's always what you gotta do right guys gotta enjoy your weekends and have some fun and some of the fun i had was uh playing video games and i was playing actually star wars battlefront 2 just jump back into that and honestly obed you've said it before even when you've jumped back in like it's a good game i got to see finally all the updates they had done with solo and best bin and whatnot and uh, i i was i was pleasantly pleased with it it's nothing uh problematic at all it's unfortunate the events that got people to not want to play it at that much um so that 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 sucks but it's just gameplay wise it's solid and uh, i had a fun time i like the new maps and i like the updates so that that's that's it for my side obed but i mean i I know you have some some opinions too about it that you like you like what what they're doing there yeah well I, i jumped in actually saturday i played some of it and uh, it's it's good. Um, all of the updates they they've done so far have been great, and you know they they definitely revamped that progression system. That 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 was the big problem there. Even at the beginning, even without the mic without the microtransactions, it was a problem because it was just not it, it was not not cohesive. It was not cohesive. There were some issues there where you. If you're trying to upgrade certain things, you have to do all these crazy tasks and grind all this, you know, credits and all this stuff. Now they went back to the sort of the same progression system that they had on Battlefront, on the first Battlefront, uh, or first EA Battlefront, I should say, that when you reach a certain level, then you can go ahead and update uh, your your you know thermal detonators and you can upgrade those and you can add more stuff to your loadout so it's it's good i played it a little bit it, it i didn't have a problem getting into a match did you have any issues getting in no i didn't i didn't at all yeah. it was it's yeah like people are playing yeah people are playing it i went in saturday morning and jumped in and got into a match right away pretty much um yeah. and, and the new maps are good you know the best pin's good kessel's 
okay. Kessel's not great. Uh, but Bespin's, it's good. And then Jabba's Palace, I don't know if you got a chance to play that. They added that. It's the same one from the first Battlefront, but it's it's good. It's a good map. I remember you and I so. played the first one together on that map. Yeah, we did. We did, we did that and Scarif, right? Yes, we did. Yeah, the Scarif one is good. There's a lot of places to hide. That was, that, that was a good map. They should re-release that map on two. Bro, we need to play it again together. Yes, seriously, seriously. Yeah, I don't know. I got a man. I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty far off on on levels. I think I'm like man, like 52 right now. Okay. On uh on on officer, and I and all my loadout my all my loadout is is maxed out. So it's I got a pretty decent loadout there. Um, yeah, it's it's good. It's a good game, man. It's again, it's unfortunate. Um, and and if you want to talk a little bit about EA, Joel, uh, they're like apparently this week they said that they had a change of heart based on all that's happened in the last year. Wow. I mean, I'm hoping again to EA owns a lot of good properties, and it's unfortunate the way that they've you know used some of their properties lately. I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't dare to say that their Konami levels are bad because they're still not. But it, it's they they're sitting on on a bank of properties that they could definitely have used better. Like, you know, Need for Speed, the last few haven't been good, and that's that was a very solid series back in the day. You know, they still have we still haven't had a new Road Rash, no new Burnout, all this other you know classic. Uh, EA games that that we got back in with you know the Genesis and and uh, even you know PS2 PS3 are so they should definitely um, you know reevaluate and 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 try to put some stuff out there uh, but I'm I'm hoping that they work out for the best and I'm hoping that the new Star Wars game that uh, the Titanfall team is working on is good I mean I'm hoping for all Star Wars games to be good come on. That's- Give us more Star Wars and give us more quality Star Wars. That's our mindset. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, dude, I, I really don't have anything else. I finished Kingdom Hearts One on the on the remaster on the on the uh, HD remix. Uh, it's, it's it was good. It's good. Still a good game. Um, but I really don't have um, anything new. But I know that we got a bunch of stuff coming out of Gamescom, Joel. Before we jump into that, Joel, Spider Man Far From Home. Sony tweeted that they've secured a date, right? Yes, uh, July 2019. Um, yeah, we, we got July 2019 is when we're going to be having the brand new Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, so this is the sequel to the Spider-Man Homecoming movie. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it makes sense. I think what's the most interesting about it is like, and not that we didn't know this, but it's like, yeah, Spider-Man is going to be back right away into the mix after the events of the sequel to Infinity War. And I think of all the movies that come out after Infinity War or the sequel to Infinity War, rather, um, is to have a movie that the Spider-Man movies, at least in this this new universe, has been much more lighthearted, much more um, hopeful, much more um, very, um, very high and bright and encouraging. So, you know, the events are very intense. There's going to probably be some deaths, some losses, even more so in the next Avengers movie, which comes out in May next year. But then having shortly after that, a lighthearted movie just makes sense. And I think it, it makes me feel the same way I felt with uh, 
with Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? Like Ant-Man and the Wasp coming out right after the Avengers movie is perfect because that movie is so much fun. It's so lighthearted, and we actually needed that. That as Marvel fans, we needed that you know that that breath of fresh air to kind of help us enjoy ourselves after the unfortunate events that happened in Infinity War. Uh, although that end credit scene for Ant-Man and the Wasp will make you go, "Oh my gosh!" Like, <laughs> what is going on? But regardless, it's just it's it's really good stuff. I think it's a good plan to kind of repeat that pattern of a lighthearted movie after a very um intense film, as I would like to say, suspenseful. Yeah, I did watch Infinity War over the weekend on 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 4K Blu-ray. Good that movie's really freaking good, man. And it's funny because again, I watched it and my when the movie ended, my wife was like, Come on, like they're not gonna bring back, like they're not gonna make another Spider-Man. Come on. You, you, yeah, you have to know. I mean, yeah. they're not gonna make another Spider Man. They're not gonna reboot the Black Panther. <laughs> it's not gonna oh, happen. Yeah, can you imagine that? That'd be That's... one of the most dumbest financial yeah. business moves yeah. I've ever heard of. Yeah, have you, I don't know if you saw the uh, uh, the honest trailers for Infinity War. It was like that. It was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like, and, and and you know, Marvel go ahead went ahead and and vanished uh, their the, all the revenue they made from Spider Man and. Uh, and Black Panther, but yeah, uh, one of those again. Can't wait for for to see what Marvel comes up after the uh, the next Avengers because that's gonna open the door to many things. Maybe there's rumors that I heard a rumor over the weekend that it could open the door to a multiverse, and you know they may branch out and do different things now. Uh, that the Fox acquisition is pretty much, you know, a done deal. So yeah, it's funny, man, man. It's, I know it's your boy. That's you, my guy. I got the you, cap on and everything guys. I'm, I'm ready you, for more Spidey. You already pre-order or still thinking about it? No, on, I pre-ordered, uh, PS4? pre-ordered, no, I, I pre-ordered PS4? man. Okay. I'm, I'm all in. I got, I got set. I'm all ready. It's going to be right day one. Be at yeah. my place. <laughs> Yeah, and and Joel, before we uh, jump into the uh, rest of the Gamescom uh, craziness, there's a uh, uh, Ubisoft came out and said that there's no Assassin's Creed next next year. So how do you feel about that, Joel? Love it. Um, I mind you, this is coming from the guy who loves Assassin's yeah, Creed. Yeah, I love it, but it is for our best interest as fans that we have this breather. I mean, for goodness sake, I would have actually been okay if they would have said we're taking a two year breather. I would have not even been upset about that. Even even this year, because I totally forgot that Odyssey was coming out, and they just released a gameplay demo today, uh, uh, maybe like four hours ago. Yes, I saw. I did watch that. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, you I see the Medusa that. with Medusa and the, the fight and all that. Uh, yeah. So I mean, at this point, is Assassin's Creed is nothing. It's a franchise, but it's it's really disconnected now. It, it, they're doing their own thing. It's not, you know. The moment, spoiler alert, that Desmond left the franchise, the franchise went a whole nother way, right? And that's something that we just had to embrace, um, you know, or reject at that point. Um, and so it, it's just, it's, it's just, like you said, just the franchise just keeps coming out. But I still think there's a lot of quality content because the basis of Assassin's Creed is your DNA. DNA connecting to your history, history talking about sceneries and history and taking these moments and, and, and bringing it to the modern age as well. And I think that there's a lot, plenty of rich history out there. I think that they've even skipped over that they could even go back to, in my opinion. So I am very um, 
I'm fine with having more Assassin's Creed. I just think it has to be understood in the context of, hey, like, we just can't keep cranking these out. We want to have quality. There's plenty of games that are being delayed just for the sake of quality, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but it's one of those deals where I think it's in our best interest. Just give it a year, and I bet you want something good. I didn't even want this year in Assassin's Creed game. So like you mentioned, when we saw Odyssey, the announcement, you know, the least coming out for that, I was taken by surprise. Um, but I'm happy still because I'm gonna get it. <laughs> yeah. But but regardless, you know, it, it's 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 for the better. Yeah, it definitely was surprising that um, to to see that announced. I wasn't expecting an AC game to be announced for this year. I could I could see it happening again. You know, them taking another year off and then coming back next year with another AC. But I didn't see it. You know, again, this is this could be and and Ubisoft has you know like thousands of people working on assassin's creed games it's yes. not like they they're a small team so they they probably were developing these two games in tandem and you know it was ready to go and they went ahead and decided to release it this year but they you know they could have might as well just you know taking this year off and release it next year and you know make it and polish it even more but maybe uh, the, what i think joel and this is this is probably indicative of some of the things that we want we're going to talk about tonight it's you know uh some of the next gen stuff that got out there and got you know disproved and whatnot but my, my thinking behind this joel is that they uh odyssey was ready they went ahead and released it they're going to take next year off because next year is going to but because the next gen next comes generation. out 20 next gen comes out 2020 and that way they'll have an ac on launch date for next gen makes perfect sense and, and that would make perfect sense. So uh, that would be that would be my my thoughts on that. Um, give me one second here, Joel. I'm just trying to Got fix some something. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. I'm excited though, man. I mean, you know, yeah. give it time, and then next gen, you throw that into the mix. If you're really taking time to develop something, hopefully they're developing it more as an exclusive for next gen. Like I was all on board for that with um unity versus um rogue how they kind of made two separate games for two separate um platforms one for the last gen one for the next gen but hopefully with this one if they can make it exclusively for the next gen i'm all on board for it i think it's for the better i think it's for the best yeah um joel uh we're gonna we're gonna have a we're gonna have a quick break here and uh we'll be right back in uh just about a minute cool And we're back. Uh, Joel had a little bit of technical difficulties there. So I did. I did. Just addressing that real quick, making sure that that my boy is uh, is all good. Um, but let's uh, let's uh, move on. Joel The Verge posted an article today. Uh, it's actually overnight that they posted this, uh, stating that Microsoft is working on a bundle. What they're calling a quote unquote bundle plan for the xbox one x and what this means is they're going to have some sort of subsidized device in this case there's no from from what the article says there's no down payment for this and the bundle consists of an xbox one x and this is x as an x-ray um the two years of xbox live gold and two years of xbox game pass uh, this would 
have a monthly fee of $34.99. It's basically $35 a month for 24 months. And then after that, you get to keep your Xbox. Uh, so sort of what cell phones used to be, right? Because now cell phones are totally different. But cell phones used to be like that. You just you know get your phone for free, and then you subsidize it, and you basically subsidize, and then you make... Uh, your uh, payment arrangements over two years, even even kind of like now, right? You can still do that. You can still buy, you know, your phone and pay, you know, your device and service all in one bill. So Xbox is going into this model, Joel. I got two opinions. I got two very strong opinions about it. Um, but I, I just want to say that this is not the first time that Xbox has done it, and this is not the first time a, a company has done it. Uh, Microsoft attempted this. Um, I want to say about 10 years ago with the, uh, with the Xbox 360, where you just paid $99 for the Xbox 360, and then you just paid uh, a monthly fee for two years for Xbox Live. So that way you could have the console, and then you just pay for your service, and then you're, the, after that, the console belongs to you. Back in um, 2000, I want to say it was late 2000, early 2001 sega did something similar joe with the dreamcast where they would give you a dreamcast for free if you signed up for sega net for a year uh, but at this point you know the same the, the comparing apples and oranges right because the dreamcast even at release was very affordable uh back then the dreamcast was around 150 dollars, so it wasn't you know a, a huge deal uh compared to the 500 that the xbox one x costs but uh, what do you think about this program, Joel? Do you think that this may work or, you know, this is targeting a specific audience? What do you think? This is a way to get more Xboxes in people's homes of, of those that were wary about, you know, spending up front or committing, even though they are committing. I mean, it's not like you can just jump out of this. Um, you're making a year commitment, basically paying it off in installments. Um, and getting these, you know, game pass and whatnot, right? I think it's actually a good idea. I'm curious how much testing they did behind to see with, on, on the market how many people would actually want it. Because just because something could be a good idea doesn't mean people are going to actually go out and do it. I don't know if how high of expectation they have for adoption of it. If they're like, this is going to be massive, or they're just like, you know what? Again, let's just get more Xboxes in people's homes, get our, our product out there. Mind you, with the rumors of next generation and whatnot, I, I'm a little hesitant as well why you would do this now. With all of that being said, I think it's I think it's a good price model. Um, yes, you and I did the math. We were talking about it beforehand. You were telling me how it is. You're spending technically more for everything at the end of the day um, than if you were just straight out bought the console and bought these um, these subscription, but. It's interesting because some people, the price point, they're not thinking of it that way. The price point to them straight up to them is just what makes them kind of go, eh, I don't need an Xbox. I'll, I'll hold out or whatever. And uh, if you were hesitant, 35 bucks a month, you know, most people would go, it's enough to make them, you know, scratch their head and go, oh, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll give this thing a try. I just don't expect a high adoption. I'm curious what Microsoft's expectations are for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm curious about that too. And the thing is that you're locked in, right? And that's an that's a problem. Say, for example, you buy your Xbox One X, and then you get tired of it because hashtag Xbox has no games. 
<laughs> like we're being honest, you know. It, That's it, right. It, what if what if you just get tired of it and then after year one you don't want to renew Xbox Live and you don't want to renew Game Pass, but you you know you're stuck with another year, then you know you're you're sort of wasting money. I, I mean, that being said, you still waste money by just buying the console straight up and and not not wasting but spending money straight up when you buy the console and you i mean you could be wasting money um but you know just buying the console straight up and in adding xbox live and then if, if you just piecemeal your uh your game pass because a lot of people uh, a lot of users just go just use game pass for game pass for like specific things right they don't like necessarily do it every month like some people just pause netflix for a couple months right that's so, right so it's similar to to that sort of model some xbox users have been using game pass so the, the way i see it, it it does have some value for people that are interested in the brand and want to get into the brand and do not have the money to straight up spend 500 plus 60 on on xbox live Plus the ten dollars a month for Game Pass, and that's that's totally fine. My th- here's my here's what I like my line of thinking because we're so close to knowing what the next gen is going to be. Right. That he, this is where my brain is going, Joel. Is is the next Xbox so expensive that they're testing a program where they can just subsidize the machine for a sp- for a period of time and keep people and bring people in for next gen yeah, yeah that makes sense dude that's a good way of thinking they might that's, they might be like have a 50 dollar increments or 40 dollar inc- something of like a you know next gen subscription fee or something exactly so may something maybe like 40 dollars yeah 50 dollars a month and maybe the x the next xbox is going to be an 800 machine i mean who knows I, I, microsoft's out of their minds with how they're pricing stuff now so they 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 may just might as well be using this as a test and see how people react and how what adoption is and, and maybe apply it to next gen that's my my way of thinking it is, is this for everyone no um you know you might as well just just straight up buy an xbox in my opinion if you want to play first of all if you want to play on xbox you probably already own one already you probably already own one i think this is a good thing for people that did not upgrade from the original vcr xbox one to the s or to the x from the original one i think this proves a great value for those xbox fans that are still stuck with the original release of the xbox one um if you own an s this is probably not going to do anything for you i mean why why spend the money 35 dollars a month will give you a game a, a brand new game every two months but then again what comes out on xbox every two every two months you know same thing that you can get everyone else everywhere else but I think this they're testing for next gen Joe. This is an, a, a test. I think the next gen console is gonna be so bonkers that they're they're getting ready to do this weird payment plan thing and just see how it goes. Um, that's that's my opinion. Um, but speaking of uh, next gen, Joe, 
uh, PS5 was there's a, a really weird thing, right, that came out on Reddit over um, a, a couple of days ago saying, hey, there's a leaked like um, a patent registry document that got leaked or not leaked, but was released because patents are, you know, once it's patented, you know, people can go into the patent registry and see what's up. And this is concerning the PS5. So apparently there was some patent things and there was a, a bunch of flowcharts based on, on, on the information that was released. And there was a lot of like integrated VR, uh, you know, next gen graphic thing that they never said what it was and cloud gaming, all this stuff, uh, or not, not cloud gaming, but streaming game streaming, uh, kind of like the uh, PS now, but that was discredited. Um, and they said that that is not true that that um the document that supposedly got leaked is not accurate and um and that that may not um, be true at all um but there's another source joel um that is stating that they are getting ready to to pull the trigger at the end of next year me personally i'm still i'm still 2020 um but I mean, uh, crazy, crazier things that happen, right? And you know, we may see it next year, and then twenty twenty, we may get it. Twenty twenty one, we may get a refresh, kind of like the pro, uh, or maybe twenty twenty two. But uh, there's there's some uh, uh, there's a Japanese analyst that that um, that based uh, works based out of uh, Asia Economic Research in Osaka, in uh, they they're saying that the it most likely they're ramping up for next year release um uh, but i still don't buy it joel uh, i'm still 2020 what what do you think yeah even in the report that you're um speaking about the actual report is saying that like look if they're not able to get some of the stuff manufactured at the right cost within this time frame like the release date's going to be pushed so they're That's not saying thing. like for sure for sure i think like PlayStation or Sony rather is really just trying to um, move as quick as they can on, on their, their plan. So they obviously have something that they're confident of, of what direction they're going. But even with that, like, I don't think necessarily that they're running to get this thing out. I just think it's that they're, they're just moving forward. Right. But with all that being said, I'm with you that like end of 2019, man, like I, having that physically out, like, end of next year having being able to physically have a ps5 in my hands I, I i'll be surprised am i against it no but do i want it no, no. it's not <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm happy with my ps4 right now i think give it another year announce it next year sure that's fine whatever give it to me 2020 yeah they can tease it next next year next e3 or next psx and then release it 2020 they can they can definitely do that i mean uh, ps3 although the ps3 was a different sort of monster you know right uh, they got announced in in 2004 i want to say uh it was revealed 2005 uh and and they said that it was going to come out like early uh 2006 and that got pushed because of I, like what you were just talking about, you know, manufacturing prices. Uh, they were coming up with this all this custom hardware and cell processor and things that have never been done before, Blu-ray drive and all these things. So, you know, it was a, it was a totally different monster when it was coming out. Um, in, in this case, uh, I think that the technology that they're going to use is already there and it's been available for them for maybe about a year. 
I, I I'm still confident that they are going to release 2020. Uh, they could be either late or summer 2020, but it will not be next year. Uh, I, I I feel like the PS4 still has a lot in it, and I we're not gonna get this console before we get The Last of Us Two. Okay, yeah, that'll be the end of the generation. Yeah. Yep. So and and again and and it would be it would be probably the same thing with um with the 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 next console after that if there is another generation we'll see about that um but it, it'll it'll be like that there's going to be a game that's going to be like like the generation closer and and then they'll move on um but i think that by 2020 realistically um some studios will have something to put out uh, yeah. for that console that is just not a port you know that you're definitely going to get your call duties and your battlefields if there's another one because based on on the battlefield like sales data that came out this week doesn't look too promising um but i think i think that they they studios especially first party studios need more time to work on their projects and put these things out um my i'm i think that there's going to be at least one uh, game from Guerrilla Games, whether it be a New Horizon Zero Dawn or a new Killzone or a new you know shooter or whatever they want to do. So they still need a, you know maybe a couple more years. Horizon came out about a year and a half ago. They still probably another two years to wrap up uh, a decent project. So um, plus they're hel- helping Kojima with the Stranding too. That studio's been. Not strained, they expanded, but they they are definitely working hard. And yeah, that's that's just my opinion on it, man. Yeah, makes sense to me. We'll see. Only yeah. time will tell. Yeah, Joel, some news on Gamescom. Um, one of my game game of shows for E3 was Devil May Cry Five, so we finally got a gameplay demo, and it looks sick. And we got a new trailer, and it looks sick. And we also got a release date. March 8, 2019. So coming out a lot sooner than some people expected. I expected this game to come out this year. So the, I, I had a I, that was one of my predictions is that this this game was going to come out in October this year. Uh, the further away you get from October of this year, the better, <laughs> because you got Red Dead Redemption, Battlefield, and Call of Duty like back to back weeks. So. I mean, the best thing that a publisher can do is get away from October of this year. Um, so yeah, March. So Joe, I'm really excited for this game. Uh, I've mentioned it a few times that uh, you know DMC is one of my favorite franchises. Uh, that uh, DMC that was made by Ninja Theory was a good game. I enjoyed it. People crapped on it because of you know the the new art design and dante and whatnot or the you know dante or whatever you want to call it uh i i personally think it was a good game um but you know dmc4 is one of my favorite games ever it's you know i i've been dying to play a sequel and it's been 10 years since dmc4 so we're gonna get a, a sequel a proper sequel to devil may cry 10 years later um i don't you ah go ahead yeah let's say i didn't i didn't watch the gameplay i know you did i i just watched the new trailer that came out looks great dude 
yeah. having the, the the final thing with Dante in there uh, on his motorcycle and all that. So crazy. Yeah, man. I'm I'm <laughs> in. I'm in. Looks That's- good. So it's that motorcycle I have, and you got two like big chainsaw swords thing. Yeah, Dude, that was sick. I'm that so excited. Awesome. I'm so excited. It was like the, um, like the Pandora and uh, in Devil May Cry Four with Dante. You get Pandora, and it's a weapon that you know, based on the lore, you can do six hundred, six hundred and sixty-six different forms. But in the game, you can only use like like ten of them. <laughs> so but it's uh it, it's it's probably something like that something crazy like that where they come up with some some crazy weapons for dante uh and and of course nero is back and you know he has his red queen and the blue rose and and most of his moves and a lot of new moves with his uh uh devil breaker and that looks pretty that looks pretty awesome uh on the gameplay demo it's 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 interesting how they did it joel because it's like ammo so it's like Devil May Cry never has ammo for anything because you only have always have all limited ammo. You can all use your weapons all all you want, um, but it, it looks like the Devil Breaker for Nero in this case has some sort of like ammo mechanic where you have certain limited amounts of it, and then after a while, like when you exp- when you spend it all, then uh, Nero doesn't have his arm, his metal arm, and then you get to pick arms as you go around, like find it around in the environment. So kind of like finding ammo. Uh, so that's that's new. That's not they they've never, never done that uh, before. But yeah, I watched the gameplay the gameplay demo. I watched it from IGN and they were on auto combo. And it's like, oh, IGN exposed auto combo. They don't know how to play. Like this been it's been really hard for game journalists. This, the Polygon had a few issues with um with their uh, journalists playing games. They're not being good at them and and people judging them. So. Uh, that was like, you know what? At least you make it look flashy. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's a good cut trailer. Uh, I'm sure the gameplay looked good. Big franchise, a lot of hype, a lot of expectation behind it. And uh, yeah, March 8th, 2019. Yep. Is that am I right? Yep, yep. March 8th, 2019. So, yeah. Huh. And then two weeks later, Joel, <laughs> another <laughs> game that was one of my. <laughs> One of my games of the show for uh, for E3, Sekiro Sha- uh, Shadows Die Twice, comes out March 22nd. Um, yeah. Again, they announced that with uh, with a, about a 20 minute gameplay demo, I, and that uh, that looks real good, dude. I watched the gameplay demo; that was fantastic. Uh, that that oh, game man. looks looks completely solid, Sekiro. I was thinking the same thing, like you just said, man. Like March next year. Forget about it. You got this one. You got Devil May Cry. But oh before God. that, we get January with Kingdom Hearts 3, Kingdom Resident Hearts 3. Evil 2. Uh, yeah. Again, 2019. My, my wallet, dude. It's going to be a PlayStation 5. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be 2017 all over again. Yeah. Where, where there was like five games like in a row. Because I remember buying Horizon, buying Nier, and then buying Persona in like a few weeks from each other. And dude, was like I and I didn't get to like I I played them in in like not the order that I bought them, but I started with Horizon, did Persona, did Near. It's like I bought Horizon in February. By the time I finished Near, it was like October. So just like those, those three games like lasted like almost the entire year. I mean yeah. Persona alone. Uh, I, I I started playing Persona in May. I think the first week in May, and I finished it in like September because it's such a freaking long game, but. Amazing. Enjoyed it. 
definitely enjoyed it. So, uh, but I'm looking forward to this one, man. This one looks really good. Again, looks real hard. This is from Software, you know, the guys behind Dark Souls and Bloodborne. So it does look hard. Uh, what I like about this, Joel, that's different from Dark Souls is that you don't have a stamina bar. And I, I, I'm just not a fan of that stamina bar because I started, I played the the beta and the demo for uh, Neo uh, that came out for for PS4 last year. And and I just, I liked it and I liked the environments and I liked the, the, the theming and I liked the setting and everything. Um, but I, it's just that on the, and, and even like the movement and the gameplay, but it's just that having to worry about a stamina bar that depletes every time you either roll or block or do anything. I just, I, I, it's a mechanic that I, I just don't, not that I don't understand because I do understand it, but it's just that it's, to me, it's not something that I like in, in, in a game, you know, but this one looks like, it looks like it's going to be hard. It looks like it's it's the same sort of gameplay, but you don't have a stamina bar, which the combat looks good, though. Yeah, yeah. The combat looks great. And then you have the grappling hook and, you know, you definitely have a lot of verticality and mobility that you don't have on Dark Souls. Uh, so I'm really, really looking forward to this one. Again, another solid game for next year, dude. It's like we're, we're going to be we're going to be stuck with all this stuff now. And well, it's where we'll be crying. I know that you have two coming out you got spider-man and assassin's creed you know there are a couple of weeks from each other right spider-man assassin's creed i got uh, i i just pre-bought nba 2K. 2k i'm just gonna be having a whole lot of fun man yeah man uh man to have time <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah and i still want to put time on dragon ball so oh man <laughs> and i still and i still want a nintendo switch yeah me too dude and i, I don't mm. With, I don't know what I'm going to do. Anyway. Um, <laughs> dude, uh, do you see those new DualShock 4 callers? Yeah. The way I saw it was on Instagram. Um, okay. they, you know, I was going through it, and and I think they look they look really nice, especially I'm a big, like, fan of orange. It's one of my favorite colors. Um, and color so, one. Yep. And <laughs> so I, I like that, that, that sunset orange. And then there's a copper style one, but my personal favorite the most is the blue camo. Um, I camo actually, looks cool. I had, I had a camo controller for, um, PlayStation three and I loved it just because of how it looked. And like this one remind just gives me certain reminding, remind me of some of the great experiences I had with that controller. It's a beautiful controller, the blue camo, um that that's my favorite what's your favorite obed uh the the uh orange sunset orange um sunset. that looks it's 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 dragon ball <laughs> it's like it's like it's dragon ball i love it it's like i mean it, it's dragon it's either dragon ball or florida gators depending on who you ask for me it's dragon we're, ball. we're in florida of course yeah 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 uh to me it's dragon ball it's not gators um but yeah they they all look great and uh, that that very blue it's very interesting like I, I wouldn't buy that for myself, um, but like if my daughter was old enough to be into gaming, I would probably gift her this controller because it looks girly, but but it looks would, nice. It looks I don't nice. know, man. I don't it know, man. I mean, it does definitely have that that look to it for sure. The color, like you're saying, but I think that's what's a positive, right? It's like it's a it diversified is. addition to Absolutely. the controller um, set. So I like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They because I know that there was a pink DualShock Three, um, back when you know DualShock 
DualShock 3s were being made. Uh, but this looks really nice. Like, um, like if you're a female gamer and, and you're in, into this sort of colors, I mean, uh, I'm not judging. You can you can love platinum and black and all these other colors. It's fine. Um, but it's 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 nice. It looks it looks cute, Joe. It looks cute. Uh, oh, Obed, he said the, the c word. <laughs> oh, the c word. You have to take it there. Uh, I said copper. Huh? See. Uh, oh. The the copper one looks good too. Um, copper looks solid. Yeah, I like this metallic ones, like the the platinum silver and the silver. Um, all those metallic ones that they released have been all really nice. But yeah, new colors for DualShock Four. Um, you know, we get games and controllers. Other people just get controllers. Um, oh, <laughs> oh man, the Microsoft uh, shade continues. Yeah, Shenmue Three, Joel. Shenmue Three. So. Uh, so the that Shenmue collection or HD collection was released this week um, on PS4, Xbox, and I believe PC. So if you've never played Shenmue, it's it's the predecessor to the all this like open world GTA Yakuza you know games. It's a game that at its when it came out, it was the most expensive game ever made. Um, you know, directed by Yu Suzuki, published by Ze- Sega. It did cost Sega a lot of money. Of course, you know, Sega is no longer in the console business, but uh, it came out originally in the Dreamcast. Uh, Shinmu 2 came out on Dreamcast in Japan and Europe. It didn't come out on the Dreamcast in the US, but it did come out for the original Xbox in the US. Um, and this game, it, it, it's good. I'm not saying it's like a, a, a legendary masterpiece of sorts. At the time, it it was because there was nothing like it. Um, but right now, it's it's one of those things that you play right now, and you there's definitely better experiences out there. Um, but Shenmue Three was um, a a thing that that shocked a lot of, a lot of people when uh, Yusuke came out on the stage, uh, E3 2016, and uh, was it 2016 or 2015? I'm, I'm losing. Track I was 20, it was actually 2015. Those 2015. Uh, yeah. and, and he came out with uh, Adam Boys and announced that there's going to be a Kickstarter for Shenmue Three, and this thing got funded like in a in a, in a couple hours, and uh, and it was done. But they finally announced Joe the release date for Shenmue Three. It will be released on August 27th next year. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying that um, the release date was supposed. It wasn't a solid thing, but it was supposed to come out at the end of this year. So yes. that's this kind of like their update of like, well, guys, it's not. It's gonna come out now, next year, and not even just come out next year. It's gonna come out August next year. August next um, year, yeah. So it's being pushed back quite significantly, Obed. That's a lot of times. Uh, and obviously, we're we're fine with our March releases, <laughs> so we're. Why yeah. not to get another March release? But just interesting for the sake of this this game. It's a long time being pushed, though. But what are your thoughts on the delays on this for um, quite a few years at this point? So I really, because uh, this game was supposed to come out early this year. Um, I, I I'm indifferent, which is not a good thing. Um, I I really would like to try this game out when it comes out. Um, but at the same time, uh, <laughs> like I've said in the podcast before, I've taken off my nostalgia glasses. And I know that if I go out and buy that Shenmue 
HD collection, I am going to be severely disappointed uh, with those games. Like, especially after just playing things like, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn and, and, and things like that, what, where you have an open world, like an actual open world. And, and I know that there it's, it's, it's different. You know, uh, Shinmu was a, a, a game that was more about, you know, interaction with people. You interact with the lady in the store, the guy at the arcade, the, the, the sailors. And, and, you know, there's that meme where, with Ryo Hasuki looking for the sailors and, and all this stuff. Um, but I never played Shenmue 2, so I would I would give that a try for sure. So I would I would wait for reviews on this game, and then make my make my decision um, after that. I am not it's something that I'm looking forward to, and I'm excited about it. But uh, am I going to buy it? Probably not. We'll see. And um, speaking of Kickstarter and games getting delayed, Joe. Uh, we need to talk about Bloodstain getting delayed once again. Uh, this game was supposed to come out at the end of last year, Joe, and it got pushed to TBD next year. Uh, so Bloodstain, if you didn't know, this was the game that um, Koji Garashi, famously a producer from Konami that directed all the Metro, you know, Rondo Blood and uh, Symphony of the Night and all the all the great Castlevania games that we got in the uh, '90s, and then uh, GBA and DS and um, and whatnot. So this this Kickstarter again was was one of those things that blew the doors off uh, Kickstarter, and a lot of people uh, jumped into this thing, and you know, very very popular. But they're pushing it back to 2019 because uh, the game they they want to focus on giving the game more polish. Um, two things about that, but also Joel, they've canceled the Vita version. That was the biggest one to me. It wasn't just the delay, but the cancellation of the Vita, and that they're being very upfront in their statement saying that the reason we're canceling this is because of Sony no longer. Um, uh, moving, uh, they're, they're basically killing off their Vita lines. Um, yeah, and I was like, wow. They're not producing the cards anymore. Yeah, I was like, wow, they're they're straight up saying, like, look, Sony's doing this thing. We're not going to invest in having this version of the game because it's just not going to be a thing anymore. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Uh, but, but they're, being, but they're, but they're they, actually being very proactive with, like, giving people options about, you know. I agree. Out. I'd rather them come out now and say that than us be right at the release and be like, well, guys. Yeah, so if you if you select the Vita version when you back the Kickstarter, so what they're giving you two options: you pick one for a different platform or get your money back. So you know what they're doing; it's great. I think it's a, it's a fantastic move. Um, definitely puts out the PR out there. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit about the polish of the game because uh, the game, the uh, from what I've heard, the game's good people that have played it have good impressions on it um, the thing is that there was a, a, a gameplay there was a demo that was released to backers um not too long ago and some of them were kind of disappointed so they're taking feedback and they're going back and working those th those things out the big thing here joel is that right now you got games like dead cell and hollow knight and all these games that have come out recently that are the same style of game that are doing fantastically well and they're doing yeah 
Which makes me question, like, why? What's up with the delay here? Well, they they want to stand out, and they they probably going to go in and polish the game a little bit more. Um, I, I'm concerned. Uh, this 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 game, I was going to buy it on the Vita when it came out when when it was going to come out. So okay. I was like, well, yeah, this, this was like well, this probably be the like the last Vita game, so I was going to buy it anyway. Uh, now I'll probably get it for PS4 because I'm looking forward to actually playing this game. But I understand where they're going. You know, there's there's competition out there. So when you pitched a Metroidvania game back in 20, you know, 16, 2015, and you know, people get really excited and kind of like, oh, we haven't had one of those in a while. It's gonna be great. And then you get Shovel Knight, and then you get all these other games, and then you get, you know, uh, again, Dead Cells and Hollow Knight and all, all these games coming out um, that that review very very well and are very popular right now. You know, you you sort of need to you know stand out. You know, you're Koji Garashi. You just you just don't you just don't hang out, right? You just don't release a, a subpart product. No, that's true. But you know, I, I respect I respect what what they're doing, and uh, this is different from uh, I I and I know that they want to avoid what happened to Mighty Number no. Nine. Where minor number nine, everyone was hyped for it. Everyone went crazy, and then at the end of the day, the game was not good, and the the Vita and the 3DS versions were never released, and people were not getting their copies, and you know people were complaining. It's like, hey, I don't no longer want my copy, so hey, you can't have your money back. So there was about you know a lot of things happened, and I think that they're tr definitely trying to avoid that. Um, I. I I want this game to succeed. I want it to be good. So if you need to delay it a few months, then then that's fine. But my concern is that it's already been delayed uh, about a year and a half, you know, from the uh, from the proposed release date, which was like late last year. So uh, I'm a little bit concerned about it. Um, again, one of those things that I'll probably, again, end up wait, uh, waiting for reviews to come out. And then check it out. I'm not gonna, you know, if, if a game doesn't review okay, at least I'm not gonna spend my money on it. And you know, that's that's just that's just the way I am. And you know, I, I great if you want to back Kickstarter games and if you want to buy, you know, support the little indie developer. But it's like, why why should I support mediocrity? And you know, I just feel like that. So makes sense to me. Yep. Uh, Joel, that's all I got, man. Unless you have anything else. Uh, I, the one thing I want to say is I'm going to keep my eye out on what's going on with CW. I don't talk much about their shows unless it's like a what's up section, but I don't know if you heard about this, Obed, you know, they're, they're going to bring, um, also we, we, we talked about, I think briefly in the one of the other episodes about Batgirls coming into the mix with the CW crossover event for, uh, their arrow flash legends, Supergirl universe. Um, but they also are going to have Superman come into the mix now, uh, again, and they're also going to be introducing Lois Lane. So I think there's, I don't know about you, Obed, but I feel like there's a strong hint at at some point you're going to have Batman on the show, on, on one of these shows. And uh, it sounds like there's going to be a big bad. So I'm, I'll be keeping my eyes glued as more information. It feels like each week now comes out about this crossover event that they're working on. Um, cautiously optimistic there. I'll also have a great comic book update for you guys next week. Uh, I got some X-Men stuff I'll be reading. Um, so stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, man, uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, next episode's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like I said, man, that's all I got. If you want to just go ahead and take us home. That's right. Guys, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us here on No Load Time. We always appreciate it. And we want to make sure you stay connected with us. So make sure to follow us on social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Also, we want to ask you guys to stay subscribed so you can get out the latest information when our episodes come out. So we are obviously on podcast version with iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And then you can also subscribe to the video version on YouTube. Uh, if you're a subscriber on iTunes, if you could just go ahead and drop us a review, that always helps out. Also, we want to let you know that you can always send in feedback to us here on the show by sending us an email to nolotime at gmail.com. That's nolotime at gmail.com. We really appreciate all of you that have been listening to our show. We recognize you. We've, we've seen the growth, uh, especially internationally. So we really thank you all for, for listening to us. And we look forward to producing more great content for you. And thank you and stay tuned for our next episode of No Low Time. Yep, yeah, thank you guys. And we'll see you again on the next show.